The following podcast is brought to you by Radio Southland and New Zealand On Air. Radio Southland is a community access media station based in Invercargill, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website, radiosouthland.org.nz, for our contact details. Welcome to Grinding Gears with Pete and Aaron on Radio South for 96.4 and Coast Access Radio and Capity. So coming to you from the bottom of the North and the South Island. Also we're on Spotify and iTunes or just streams from accessmedia.nz. So get in there. Kicking off this week with a Hyundai recall across the ditch and more. So stick around. Slice of heaven, walk me 
right here, right now, on Grinding Gears, Radio South, the 96.4, and Coast Access FM in Capity. Kicking off this week, Hyundai Australia, we call thousands of vehicles over a DCT transmission fault. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Hyundai is, uh, is recalling a raft of models fitted with the 8-speed DCT Auto over a software fault that could lead to a sudden loss of power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Hyundai Australia have issued a recall for 8,466 vehicles across seven model lines. Oh, yeah, over an issue um, to do with the uh, 8-speed dual-clutch transmission, the DCT, where drivers may experience a sudden loss of power. No. Well, the company says in its recall notice, software logic for fail-safe driving conditions was not set up to correctly respond when certain transmission oil pump faults are detected in the dual-clutch transmission. So the loss of motive power while driving at high speed could increase the risk of a crash, which could potentially result in injury or death to vehicle occupants and other road users. But, yeah, yeah um, the models affected are the 20 and 21 Santa Fe, the 2021 and 2022 Kona N, the 21 and the 2022 uh, IE. 30 sedan in uh, the 2022 uh, i30 hatch in and the 2020 to 2022 sonata in line mm, well, Hyundai Australia will be contacting affected owners asking them to bring in the vehicle to the preferred dealer who will do a DCT software update to remedy the above issue no over the air light updates for those guys yet I guess yeah, yeah. Um, the, uh, this follows a recall of 61,861 vehicles in the US as of October 2022 for the same issue across six model lines. Yeah, including the 2021 Hyundai Santa Fe, the Sonata, the Veloster N, and as well as the 2022 Elantra and Kona N, and also the Santa Cruz. Uh, a stop sale in North America was subsequently implemented at that time too. Mmm, the old NHT is maybe. Given the Kia Sorento also offers the 8-speed DCT and diesel variants, we're kind of expecting the Kia Aussie to issue a similar recall in due course. And if we find out about any QE models, we'll certainly let you know. Yeah, but while the rest of the world is planning to ban the ICE... Uh, the internal co- uh, combustion engine vehicles as we know them, uh, this U.S. state is planning to do the opposite. Yeah, our, our Wyoming, of all places, has introduced a bill that hopes to phase out the sale of electric cars by 2035. <laughs> it's not a coincidence that uh, the year of the plant ban mirrors the same year that other states, like California, want to outlaw ICE vehicles. In fact, Representative Senator Jim Anderson says the aim is to push back against bans on new sales of cars with internal combustion engines in states like California and New York. Yeah, the bill has has support from members of the state's House of Representatives and Senate, uh, but it's more intended to raise awareness of the issues that some states, including Wyoming, will face with the switch to electric vehicles. Yeah, well, one of the issues the state will face is that the 
charging infrastructure isn't up to scratch, and you can say that about many other states too. And considering some rural areas in Wyoming don't even have broadband internet, the bill actually argues that it probably won't be ready by 2035. Yeah, but the main complaint is the threat to employment. In 2021, Wyoming produced more than 85 million barrels of crude oil, making it the eighth most popular, um, most productive um, state. Yeah, well, that would be pretty popular too, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, boy, Yeah, yeah. Uh, the bill states that oil and gas production has long been one of Wyoming's proud and valued industries. And uh, also notes the large number of jobs that it has provided um, to people there for over the years. Well, cool sponsor, Senator Brian Bolner, and you heard that second name right, stated, uh, I'm interested in making sure that the solutions that some folks want to the so-called climate change crisis are actually practical in real life. I just don't appreciate when other states try to force technology that isn't ready. Yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, but Boner uh, acknowledged that the resolution was tongue-in-cheek, but it's intended to raise awareness of a situation that, um, yeah, these big wigs have not considered yet. Yeah, well, he reckons it's a very serious issue that deserves some public discussion. And, yeah, it goes democracy, even though the U.S. does fudge that from time to time. But now we're actually going to move to Germany, and VW Design Chief is actually about to be removed over his retro designs and a preference for sedans. Shows the way things are going. Yeah, uh, it's been reported that Volkswagen head of design, Joseph Caban, is out. According to Automotive News, he is being replaced by Bentley design boss Andreas Mint, uh, who reportedly stepped into this new role on uh, February the 1st. Well, the driver reached out to uh, Volkswagen, who declined to comment on the publication, that is. But this report was originally came from the German publication Automobile Wash. Claims that the new uh, VW CEO, Thomas Schaefer, wasn't thrilled with some of Caban's designs. Most notably, uh, Schaefer wanted Caban to restyle the retro futuristic ID Life concept. She debuted at the 2021 IAA Munich Auto Show. Yeah, Schaefer also reportedly wanted Caban to change the Trinity concept of flagship electric sedan, which uh, is set to debut in 2026 from a sedan to a crossover. Uh, it's unclear if there's, you know, or was any pushback by Caban, but there's no surprise that Schaefer would want to push for more crossovers, given their po- popularity um, among the yeah, among the electric vehicle buyers. Oh, yeah. Thankfully, Caban was at least able to get one retro futuristic design of production before his outgoing. The ID buzz. <laughs> that kind of funky throwback design has actually made it quite popular among VW enthusiasts who've been asking for the return of the old kind of like iconic retro bus. And, yeah, we think it's cool. Yeah, Caban, who's been working with the, oh, for the Volkswagen Group since 1999, with a brief stint at the BMW Group in between, will reportedly remain with VW, just in a different position. Uh, though there's no official word as to uh, what sort of position he will take within the company. Well, with Andreas Mint moving over from Bentley, the uber luxury brand will we'll make a new design boss. Apparently, uh, Tobias Schulman will be getting promoted to the vacant position uh, from his current spot as Bentley's head of exterior design. 
Ashley Schulman is also a VW Group veteran, having designed cars for Volkswagen and Bugatti, as well as here, Bentley. Yeah, well, there's no official comment from Volkswagen. An announcement is said to be coming before the end of the month. So uh, keep your eyes and ears um, ready for this. Yeah, and but now we're staying in, uh, in Germany. Uh, and as Mercedes have beaten Elon Musk and Tesla to the punch with their um, with the old full self-driving crown. Yeah, the German automaker claims it's beaten Tesla boss Elon to level three self-driving automation, which means Mercedes now sells a car more capable of driving itself than a Tesla. So uh, drivers could get their hands on technology that Elon Musk has literally been promising for years. And before the actual Tesla drivers. Yeah, the German car company has just announced plans to introduce the Level 3 self-driving in Nevada by the end of the year. The firm's drive pilot, which means drivers will be able to watch movies and play video games and browse the internet while the car handles all aspects of the driving. Meanwhile, Tesla drivers are still stuck with Level 2 self-driving, which requires the driver to remain in control of key aspects of the journey. Despite Musk promising it full self-driving every year for, well, over a decade now. Yeah, like the Tesla, the drive pilot system will require drivers to keep their eyes on the road and hands on the wheel. And autonomous driving will deactivate if the driver falls asleep or or actually gets distracted. And the full self-driving system notably will only work on roads up to 40 miles an hour. That's miles an hour. So what's that, about 70 k's? So no autobahns anyway. However, it still uh, meets the U.S. Highway Safety Administration's framework for a level three automation, which states that the car handles all aspects of the driving task while the driver remains available to take over driving if requested. Yeah, cameras in the dashboard ensure that the driver's face is always visible. If something is placed in front of their face, like a selfie camera, the AI-powered system will deactivate. Uh, the system has already been used in Germany since December 2021, where the yeah the authorities have deemed it road safe. Yeah, the system is also reportedly cheaper than that offered by Tesla. It's priced at 5,300 uh, US dollars for the S class and eight grand for the Mercedes EQS models, and compare that to the 15 grand Tesla charges for a less capable system. <laughs> Well, we've got a song break coming up, but funnily enough, Tesla time coming up right after.
We're back once more with Pete. And Aaron. Right here on Grinding Gears, transmitting from Radio South at 96.4 and Coast Access Radio Cuppity. Tesla time again, and some price cuts of some recent buyers rather furious, especially since the cars we bought had gone through several price increases. Yeah, and a rear move from the American auto electric vehicle manufacturer. Tesla announced a significant price cuts across the lineup back in January. Uh, the CEO Elon famously uh, rallied against the practice of offering discounts on new vehicles in an email to Tesla employees years ago. Mm. Yeah, he appears to poise to eat those words. And some customers who accepted them as gospel took to social media overnight to voice their frustrations. Yeah, and it's not like Musk can be uh, picky when he's just lost a tremendous amount of money. Uh, but the price cuts aren't trivial. Uh, the seven-seat Model Y was uh, is a whopping $13,000 cheaper than it was prior to the discount. Uh, well, some of these costs have been absorbed elsewhere. The price for Tesla's full self-driving package, which, yes, still remains in data, and beta, sorry, not to mention under investigation by federal regulators. Yeah, that's 15 grand. Yeah, yeah. Those impacted directly by the sudden increase have uh, started asking for consideration in some form, but it, in the form of free upgrades or other incentives. Uh, some suggest, uh, some have suggested customers try to take advantage of Tesla's no-question-asked return policy, but that was quietly discontinued in 2020. Mm, very quietly. And like many other auto manufacturers, Tesla announced multiple price hikes as inflation ramped up in 2021 and 22. Discounts available to on the uh, 2023 models bring the prices back in line, actually, with where they first were before the first two significant price hikes yeah, over the previous two years. Uh, the price cuts also have the potential of degrading the value of used Teslas with more car buyers taking out larger and longer loans. This could put some Tesla owners upside down on their loans. Yeah, well, Tesla made the price cuts a week before this in China, which uh, listed a similar reaction. Recent Tesla buyers amassed in protests in showrooms and demanded they got the price cuts too. Uh, to quote a couple of the posts, ironically on Twitter as it's now Elon's tube, for better or worse. Uh, starting with the dis, um, dis, disrupting Tech A something wrote. I'm not going to lie, this does make me a bit angry. I took delivery of my long-range seven-seat Model Y two weeks ago, and now it's $13,000 cheaper before the tax credit. I'm not expecting anything, but I understand why people get pissed off at this sort of thing. Uh, which some are calling themselves Hody Yodi, possibly a Star Wars-looking related, um, according to the picture. And these, this person replied with... I agree. I just picked up my Model Y a few weeks ago, and now it's 4K less with the potential for a 7.5K tax credit. I think recent customers should be offered additional incentives to make this right. Software upgrades, performance upgrade. Uh, so what do you think out there, listeners? If you've bought a pretty much a brand new or a very expensive car with the price significantly dropped a, a short time later, would, would you be pissed off? And uh, if that did happen to you, um, what would you do? Well, post up on our Facebook page. Just search Grinding Gears and drop a comment. 
it makes us feel better about ourselves anyway. <laughs> well, that's us for this week, though. So remember, don't be a dick. Make it quick. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Radio Southland with the support of New Zealand On Air. Their funding of accessmedia.nz makes these podcasts available. To find similar programs by other stations involved, go online 
to accessmedia.nz. 